Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Saban retires, and Alabama faces uncharted territory, faces new adversity. With it comes opportunity for others. And one of those schools out there, right, the conversation we've had a lot over the last week and a half or so, 
since Nick Saban made it official, he was hanging it up. Is okay. Who are the biggest winners in the SEC and in college football moving forward? Which program is best set up to take advantage of what's going down in Tuscaloosa? Now, the very obvious answer is Georgia. And that's why most of the times when I ask that question, I say, hey, somebody besides Georgia. Because I agree, guys. Georgia is a beast. They are a behemoth. I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon. I think Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs are set up well to really, guys, be that team in the SEC. I'm not saying in a 12-team college football playoff world that Georgia is going to do what Alabama did. I'm not saying Kirby Smart's going to lead Georgia to five more national championships. But I think we'd all agree Nick Saban's retirement certainly clears the path for Kirby Smart and the Dogs to be atop the SEC, arguably alone. But another program that I think Nick Saban's retirement effectively helps is a newcomer to the league. I turn my attention directly to Austin, Texas, and what Steve Sarkeesian and the Texas Longhorns are doing. I'm not saying Texas is going to come in and immediately overtake Georgia. That's not what I'm saying. But guys, I think Texas, the question has been, how are Texas and Oklahoma going to fare in the SEC? Who are you buying more stock in as a program as they enter the SEC? I think both did a really good job of laying a solid foundation coming into the league. But guys, when you look at Texas, I don't think Texas is just ready to come into the SEC and compete on a week-in, week-out basis. I don't think they're just ready to be a force. I think they're ready to come in and take the Southeastern Conference by storm when you look at this Texas Longhorns program and what Steve Sarkeesian has done in such a short amount of time. Again, guys, I mentioned Sark. He's one of the best in college football. One of the best coaches. Guys, we dropped our way too early head coach rankings, which, of course, you guys recall that because we had Nick Saban at the top. He retires literally that day, which is even crazy to think about. And, of course, we we went back. I had to make some adjustments. Kirby Smart, number one, right behind him there. You've got Kalen Abor at Alabama, yes, but Steve Sarkeesian as well, who I think – no doubt whether you have him two, you have him three. He's a top three head coach in the SEC, one of the best in college football. So you've got Sark. You have the right guy, in my opinion, leading the charge in Austin. Then you look at the quarterback position. Texas getting a huge boost when Quinn Ewers announced that he was coming back for the 2024 season. Also, Arch Manning. Right behind him, guys. And Quinn Ewers is a bona fide Heisman Trophy contender. He threw for 5,656 yards last season, 37 touchdowns. Excuse me, that's his first two seasons combined. My apologies. I was about to say that would be crazy. First two seasons combined, over 5,000 yards passing, 37 total touchdowns. And, of course, behind it, like I mentioned, you have elite depth with Arch Manning, who right now, right now, 
is still a Texas Longhorn. And I, I don't think he's going anywhere, guys. I really don't. I think Arch Manning's in a good position. Everything you want at Texas is still intact. And so instead of going somewhere else and starting over, just wait one more year. Just wait one more year, and you're the guy under center in Austin. You look at the rest of this team, guys. You know, you, you lose some things at running back. Jonathan Brooks and Keelan Robinson are gone. You bring back C.J. Baxter, Jadon Blue, Savion Red, and Trey Wisner. That's going to be a storyline for Texas going into spring ball, going into fall camp. Who is that RB1, right? You're going to have a lot of new faces on the outside, too. This is probably going to be the biggest question I have for Texas. Xavier Worthy is gone. Adonis Mitchell is gone. Jordan Whittington is gone. Jatavion Sanders at tight end is gone, right? You do get Jonte Cook back. You get DeAndre Moore back. You get Gunnar Helm back at tight end. And you got a bunch of new faces, highly talented but unproven. But the reason I feel so strongly about Texas competing in the SEC immediately, guys, you go back a couple years to when Texas got their brains beat in at Arkansas. They were not good enough on the line of scrimmage. They were not. Simply put, they were manhandled up front. What Texas has done in recruiting, in the portal, and the way they've been able to completely flip both the offensive line and the defensive line. Now, big storyline again for Texas. You lose your D-line coach to LSU. One of the best defensive line coaches in all of college football. There's a reason there was such a celebration down there in the bayou when LSU was able to land him. But on the offensive line, guys, you return most of your starters from a year ago, it's a veteran group, right? You get your left tackle back, your left guard, your center, your right guard. A lot of guys who have played meaningful snaps are back on that Texas offensive line. And then you look at the defensive front, guys. You got to replace the interior, but you get Baron Sorrell back, Ethan Burke, right? On the interior, you get Alfred Collins, Vernon Broughton. You get Edge Justice Finkley back, Edge Jamon Tapp back. And again, the way you've recruited at that position is encouraging, to say the least. Then, guys, those are just the guys returning, by the way. You might be wondering, Chris, no, no, there's more. Oh, I know there's more. We're getting there. So you've got a really strong nucleus. Then you look at what Texas has done in the portal. And I don't think they're done yet, guys, right? Steve Sarkeesian's shown a great willingness to use the transfer portal, as all great coaches in college football these days do. And you look at who Texas. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Has picked up in the portal. By the way, really quickly, side note. Uh, on the recruiting side of things, because portal, it seems like, just outweighs everything when it comes to these conversations. Texas had the second-ranked recruiting class in college football for this past cycle. So they've been recruiting at an extremely high level, right? Like the foundation of the talent you need to compete at the very top of the SEC is there. But then you look at the portal hall, guys. Then you look at the portal hall. And I mean, top to bottom, it is really impressive. And you talk about addressing needs, guys. We mentioned wide receiver, right? Who's going to step up at wide receiver? Well, all Texas did was went in the portal. They grabbed Isaiah Bond from Alabama. We all recall that name. Mr. 4th and 31 himself was the number one rated wide receiver in the portal. They snagged him up. How about another wide receiver? Matthew Golden from Houston, really underrated prospect, was a four-star kid. He comes to Texas now from Houston. How about at the tight end spot? Right? Another fun weapon for Sark to use. Amari Nyblack. He comes over from Alabama as well. They also added Kendrick Blackshire, a linebacker from Alabama. Guys, they've added three Bama players. I doubt they're done. Highly doubt they're done. You then, guys, look how they started the portal on the defensive side. Great pickup from Clemson. Andrew Makuba, the defensive back. They picked up an edge as well, Trey Moore. So when you combine what they've got coming back, what they have added via recruiting in the portal, and obviously, guys, you get Quinn Ewers back, which that's the key piece, right, getting your quarterback back. Not saying Arch Manning couldn't be that guy, but you always want to bring back a guy with experience who's done it before. Texas is set up incredibly well, I think, to compete immediately at the highest level. I'd be stunned if the Texas... Oh, no, by the way, what also helps this past season, they went to the college football playoff. Now the playoff is 12 teams. I think Texas, guys, is in great position, great position to be an immediate force in the SEC on the gridiron. Again, they're competitive where it matters most in the trenches. They've shored that up immensely, give Steve Sarkeesian all the credit in the world. They also, and I know Bama wasn't normal Bama, but they went into Tuscaloosa and beat Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide like a drum. So, dare I say, Texas will not be intimidated by nearly any SEC environment they face. Now, I'm sure there's plenty of SEC fan bases out there that are saying, okay, Chris, all right, we'll see. We'll see. And as I pull up Texas's 2024 football schedule here, they open up with Colorado State at home. I have to go to Michigan in week two. That's that's a really, really fun one, really interesting. Got to go to Michigan in week two. You then have UTSA, ULM, and Mississippi State before your bye week to kick off October. Guys, if they beat Michigan, Texas is undefeated going into the month of October. Then you get Oklahoma in that annual rival game, the rivalry game, the Red River rivalry. 
right? Second SEC game, Georgia at home. So you get the dogs on your home field. I mean, guys, your road trips, your road trips, get this, get this. Texas's road trips, right? So Texas OU is an SEC game. So that's every year going to be played out there in Dallas, right? The SEC road trips, because they got to go to Michigan as well. The SEC road trips, where they're truly on the road, at Vandy, at Arkansas, and at Texas A&M. Vandy, wash. Arkansas, is Sam Pittman even going to be the head coach on November the 16th? And then Texas A&M in that rivalry game, that one will be incredibly intense. But Mike Elko, first-year head coach. So the schedule sets up well for, for Texas to sort of kick the door down their first year in the SEC. The foundation, I think, guys, is there for the Texas Longhorns to sort of fill in where Alabama has now fallen out. Because Georgia's still up there. And Texas, right, Georgia's in the fancy neighborhood. Right, they're in the expensive neighborhood. Alabama was the neighbor, or better yet, Georgia was Alabama's neighbor. Now Georgia's moving in. They're like, we're taking this house. We're upgrading. And there's only a certain number of spots in this neighborhood. Bama's about to move out. Is Texas going to be moving in? Guys, you also look to, I wanted to mention this because we only talk football when it comes to this stuff. But I think Texas being a brand in the SEC, they're already a massive brand. But being a successful program, athletic program, if you will, in the SEC, it goes beyond just football. I mean, I know we had some fun yesterday with Rodney Terry and basketball, and they, they've got to figure some things out. That is a program with proud history and tradition, and I think they've got a good foundation. That they're They'll get it figured out. I believe Texas will. But, guys, how about on the diamond? How about on the diamond? How about on the baseball diamond where Texas has – I mean, it's it's – Texas is – they're one of the, I would say, three or four programs in college baseball that, like, they are an it program. Like, when you think of college baseball, you think of Texas. You really do. You think of Augie Garrido. You think of national championships. You think of Omaha when you think of Texas baseball. They've got tradition. They've got great history. A standard of excellence at Texas. And, oh, by the way, they got a great program right now. So, I think what Texas is bringing to the league even more, even outside of on the gridiron, is something that Longhorn fans and SEC fans should be excited about. But make no mistake, when it comes to the football side of things, times are changing in the SEC. And as Bama moves out, maybe Texas can move in.